You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. On today's episode, we are talking about how to respond when she's distant. And I say use with caution, well, you're going you're gonna to find out soon enough. But I know that a lot of guys who are going out there, who are dating, who are active, they are struggling with women who are distant, some women who are super distant to the point where they're actually ghosting, uh, they're barely responsive. You know, I'll be real with you. If you get to a point when she's starting to be distant, most likely you lost her. Of course, that is not 100% of the case. In fact, we might, you know, go over some things here. Well, that might, we will go over some things here to help with that. But there's a way that I want you to act. There's mindsets I want you to be thinking about. There is some actions I want you to do to make sure that if you're ever in a situation where a girl does start to pull away, this does not tear you apart. So this is going to be super crucial. And I know I'm building this up here, but I can't help to say that this might be one of the most important lessons that I ever teach you here. So really, really pay attention. Now, if you are in situations all the time where you are trying to meet women and they just continue to be distant or you're not getting women who are you know, showing you that high level of interest that I always talk about here on the podcast, then I really want you to consider getting help. There are many ways over here at Trip Advice that we can help you other than just listening to podcasts. You can get our course called Hooked at getherhook.com. That's a eight to 10 hour course that teaches you how to build attraction with the woman, how to meet women, and how to make sure that you understand attraction specifically so that you can not only find a woman that you're interested in, but actually get her hooked on you, actually get her so interested in you that she does not become distant anymore. That's the whole point. So if you're seeing the repetition and the pattern of always having women continuously be distant or ghost and just not head over heels, get the course. If you don't believe me on how well it works, go to getherhook.com, watch a little bit of that video, and then eventually you'll be taken to the order form. And there you're going to see a ton of testimonials that are 110% real that are going to show you the kinds of results guys have gotten just going through this course and doing it. Now, not everyone wants to do it through a course. Some guys want to actually get their hand metaphorically held through the whole process. And so we do have the coaching program called the Trip Advice Accelerator Coaching Program that you can learn more about at tripadvicecoaching.com. Over there, you'll watch a quick video and you'll learn a little bit about how powerful coaching can be. You'll see right below that there is a, a calendar to click on where you can get a spot with us. That spot is to discuss coaching, discuss how it works, and go over anything we need to to see if you're a good fit for the coaching program, which basically between you and I just means that you're going to join the program, you're going to take our advice, 
You're going to be a client that is going to really utilize the sessions that we give you because when you do, when you listen to us, when you take our word, that's when you get results. And we really only want to work with people that we know are going to be able to get results. We want our success rate to continue to be over 95%. Okay. Those 5% in there are guys who just didn't take it seriously, didn't do what we told them to do, and didn't get the results that they really wanted to see. So, Learn more about that at tripadvicecoaching.com. Now, you're in a situation, again, she's not texting you back. Here's what you need to be thinking about. Is this distance or neediness? Okay, let me explain. Is this real distance? Is this woman actually pulling away or do you have anxious attachment? Anxious attachment is when you... is as part of attachment theory, we attach to people in three different ways. Actually, technically four. Anxious, avoidant, secure, and then there's anxious avoidant, okay? An anxious attachment, the one that I'm talking about here specifically, is one in which you get very nervous, very anxious, very scared all the time that this person is pulling away. So this can come, there's many reasons why this could you could have anxious attachment. One of the reasons could be from childhood. Maybe you had a parent who was distant, who wasn't always there. So your first information and data that you took in about relationships was someone not being there for you. And so that is a way bigger deal in childhood because what happens when a parent's not there for you? That ultimately could result in death, right? So we have a very, very strong reaction to whether or not our parent is there for us when we are in the survival mode of being a child. And that can be a trauma that can last with us into later years in life to the point where you could actually have that anxious attachment inside of the relationships and the people that you're dating. There's also avoidant. Uh, we won't go in, into into that. And then uh, it just it's a whole other episode. And then secure is, is where you're just secure. Like you don't have any, uh, you're not avoiding attachment. You're not anxious about attachment. So what I'm saying here is you need to recognize before you go, oh my gosh, she's being distant. I don't know what to do. You gotta, you gotta be realistic about what this means. Like, is she not texting you back for an hour and you're calling that distant? Did she reschedule on your date once? Is she not responding back for a full week? Has she completely ghosted you? All right, that's like the major form of distance. You got to be really honest with yourself about this because it can land you into this zone where you're being super needy. And then she hasn't been distant. You're just super sensitive to it. And this isn't real at all. And you're making this up in your head and you're making yourself go absolutely bonkers over this. That is not what we want. And then what ends up happening is this is where it gets scary. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. People who have an anxious attachment, people who are very nervous and scared around the idea of a woman leaving them, they end up becoming needy trying to reach out for some sort of reassurance. They text them a little bit. They try to get their attention. They're DMing them or messaging them on social media a lot. They're trying to hang out with them more, trying to get them on the phone more. 
So you become needy. You're not giving her space. And then what happens? She becomes unattracted because neediness is the one of the, if not the most unattractive traits that pushes a woman away. So again, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because now you're acting needy and boom, she's giving you the real distance, okay? And that real distance, now that we're comparing so you understand, the real distance is she's not getting back to you in a couple of days. She has not responded when you have asked her out over text. When you guys are hanging out together and you're trying to get physical, she's kind of pushing you away. So we see a bunch of signs of this. That's real distance, okay? You have to know the difference between those two because if you don't, then you might screw it up. Next, let's go into some mindset coaching right now, okay? You need to look in the mirror And you need to realize your worth. Why am I saying this? Because this is going to be the make or break of what to do when a girl that you really like starts to pull away. Instead, what we do is we crave more of her attention. We get really down in the dumps. We get depressed. The woman pulls away. She's being super distant. And we say to ourselves, wow, I suck. I'm not worthy. I am not a guy who's deserving of a great woman. I did something wrong. I made a mistake. I'm an idiot. We start really coming down on ourselves. I want you to look in the mirror and realize your worth. Who are you? Why are you special? Why are you someone that is attractive, that a woman can care about? Why I'm asking you to do this is because if you're not doing that, then you're letting others dictate the way that you should feel about yourself. You were only looking and always looking for external validation. And you're going to let every single dating scenario and situation completely mess you up and put you into a potential downward spiral. And it can get very, very dangerous very fast because I know what it's like to feel depressed or sad after a situation like this. And it can even happen to you if you've been on a couple of dates with a woman. This doesn't even have to happen after a breakup. You know that. You've been through this. You know what it's like. Building your self-esteem and building your confidence is one of the most important things you can do for your life so you become more unbreakable. So when you are in situations of adversity, you're in a situation like this where a woman starts to pull away. This doesn't hit you as hard. I'm not saying that you'll necessarily get to a point where you're completely stoic and nothing in the world affects you. You are a human. Things will hurt. Emotions will, will fly. But it can get really bad for a guy who doesn't know his worth 
and doesn't know how special of a person he is. And if you're listening and you're going, well, this is terrible advice, Trip, because I can't look in the mirror and do that. I'm not special. I am a loser. There is nothing good about me. I don't know what I offer. I have no value. Well, I think we've discovered what our next steps are, don't we? We have to work on being more valuable and being high value because it's not just about looking in the mirror. I'm saying we look in the mirror to remind ourselves, but we cannot kumbaya our way to saying, I'm confident, I'm the best, I'm amazing. It doesn't work, it doesn't work like that. We need to take action. We need to, uh, as Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I love this, he's, he's, he even has a book coming out in a couple months called Be Useful. Being useful builds our self-esteem. Being useful for ourselves, being useful for others, going to the gym, working on our style, working on our career, working on our friends, working on our passions, creating systems and goals for our life. All these things will build up the person who you are. It will make you feel better. It will make you more attractive to women. And it will then in turn make you the most powerful version of yourself that you could be. When you join the TripAdvice coaching program, you get access to a a course called Fearless Formula, where we go over some of these things. Uh, it's a 10-hour program. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I know we, we have it in the members area for people who do coaching. I don't know if we sell it separately. If we do, there will be a link in the show notes and description. So you can check that out. If we don't, the only way that you can access that is through the, the coaching program. But we do talk about it quite a bit. And I urge you to get that or think about how you can start building self-esteem. A great way to start as well is is by getting the book, Six Pillars of Self-Esteem by Nathaniel Brandon, which is a fantastic book on this topic. I know it seems like, are we off topic here? Like we're talking about how to respond when she's distant, but this is everything. The reason why you're interested in this topic is going to be because of your self-esteem, how you view yourself, how you view yourself and your confidence. Okay. All right. Next, take an inventory of your life. This is a big one related to my last tip. Okay. Take an inventory of your life. How do we do that? We look at our life. We go, what is our life filled with? Because a lot of guys who get really down in the dumps because a girl was distant, when they take an inventory of their life, what do they see? They see work or school and her. What a uh, very rough combination. We don't want your life to be filled with work and, and girls. It needs to be more fulfilling and there needs to be more going on. The reason why I'm telling you this is because you have to remember that life isn't just her. That's where we get affected the most. If our life is we go to work and we spend time with our, our woman, and then all of a sudden, if you, if we look at your life as a pie chart, half of your life is woman, half of your life is work, and all of a sudden she's distant and she's gone and you go through a breakup or whatever may happen, you're going to be, you're going to be torn apart, dude. It's going to be really, really rough. 
So you've got to be honest and take an inventory of your life. What is life? Life is made up of time and how we spend it. How are you spending your time? If you're not spending your time with the things I said earlier, personal development, going to the gym, working on goals, hobbies, spending time with friends, spending time with family members, if you can. If you're not filling your life with some of those things, or you get a girl that you're dating, and then all of a sudden you just wipe all of that away because I got a girl and I get it. It's, it, it's, um, it's a very heavy dopamine hit, very heavy. Oxytocin, dopamine hit hard. Those two chemicals in your brain hit hard when you get into a new relationship, when you're dating a new girl, you get really excited. It feels so good that you can't think about anything else. It's like a drug addict. Why do you think drug addicts wither, wither, uh, wither away and, and uh, they look so skinny and, and falling apart? It's because they don't think about anything but the drug. They're taking the drug. They're not even eating. They don't care about any of that. They just need drug, 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 drug. I know this sounds kind of intense, but on a very small scale, sometimes even a larger scale, depending on if you have any psychological trauma or issues, it can be a big part of your life where you don't think about anything else. You stop hanging out with friends. You stop doing the things that you want to do. Oh, I don't need to go to the gym anymore. I don't need to work out. This girl likes me. This is one of the reasons why there's divorce. Guys will get into relationships and they go, I I did it. Goal accomplished. When really... Goal not accomplished. There is no goal. It's just, this is what it is. You're always working towards being the best version of yourself and always working on the relationship. You're still doing the things that you're doing when you're dating. You're just now doing it in a relationship in terms of building attraction, creating tension, entertainment, dominance, right? My TED formula, all that stuff. So back to what I'm saying here is taking inventory of your life, looking at it realistically and going, is my, was my life just filled with her? Is that what it is? Now, remember, I said earlier, I was going to say, use with caution. So I'll explain that now real quick, okay? Because it's going to have to do with the next tip here. I'm saying the way that you're going to respond here in this section is if you end up doing the things that I tell you to do, just a second here, She might leave, okay? But probably, dude, she was already gone. However, she might leave and be gone for good. You have to know that. That is a possibility. But what I'm going to tell you is not going to be bad advice, I promise. It's going to be your only chance at making sure that you have a girl who sticks around. If she leaves... She was never that interested to begin with. Okay? So the next thing is this. If a girl starts to get distant, and again, we mean actually distant, not like the anxious distant, but you look at it and you go, no, 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 this girl's actually being distant. We're not going to call her. We're not going to text her. We are going to pull away. Okay. I know that sounds gamey. I know. I know. But here's the thing. You want to do what works, right? 
well, this is what's going to work. Because if she's being super distant and you start trying to pull her or reel her in, you're going to lose her. Now, again, you might lose her anyway because she might have not been interested anymore, but you need to pull away as well. Now, there is a degree in which you're going to pull away. If you do it too much, you know, then obviously this is over the line. And then it's like, well, if you never respond to her again, okay, you're, you're never going to see her again, or you're never going to see her if you don't, if, you know, if she doesn't say anything and you don't say anything. So it becomes a little bit of a balance. Now, there's so many different variations of this. I don't know where you're at in the situation where this happened, but I'm going to do my best here to try to explain like what you need to do. If she starts to pull away, let's say you guys were texting all the time. Like if you guys were texting all the time, multiple times per day, and like two days go by and she wasn't texting you, then you need to come in as well, okay? You need to dial it back as well. But what I recommend, what I always recommend is you should be using that communication for meeting up with her anyways, okay? So what you'll do is if she's not answering your DMs anymore where you guys had little chats and sent each other memes or whatever, she's not really responding to your text messages anymore, you're going to wait a couple days And you're going to get her thinking, wait, did I do something wrong? Maybe this is a great guy. Maybe I do need to be with this guy, potentially. And then you're going to eventually ask her out, which is what you should be doing anyways. But then you're going to ask her out. However, you used to do that before, probably over text. Hey, let's grab some food this week. When are you free? So we're going to leave a little bit of distance, back off a little bit. And then we're going to come forward and we're going to try to meet up with her. At that point, you'll get your answer. If she's interested in meeting up with you, great. You guys will meet up. You're going to pretend like nothing ever happened. Maybe she was busy. Maybe you read it wrong. Maybe she decided, okay, like I actually miss him. I want to be with him. Who knows? Then you guys come back together. Great. Maybe she doesn't respond at all. She completely ghosts you. Or she says, I'm busy and doesn't try to come back together with you. And, uh, and doesn't decide to make new plans. Well, then she's gone. There is one Hail Mary text, which at this point, if you want to use, you can use. I don't know. It's 50-50 here. Sometimes I feel like you're in a situation where you don't want to chase. Sometimes you're in a situation where, well, you've been dating for a few months you got to know what's going on. Like you, you should know what's happening here. So you might want to use this, right? The Hail Mary text is going to be something like, hey, I noticed that you've been a bit distant. Are you still interested in continuing this? Or some variation of that, okay? Hey, just want to, you know, check in, see what's going on. Are you still interested in continuing this? She might say no. She might ghost. She might go, no, no, I totally am. Oh my God, sorry, I've been so busy. It has nothing to do with you. And then you're going to be like, okay, no worries. Just checking in. That's it. It's tough because, you know, in some ways you could look at that. You could say, ah, that's kind of beta, simp advice. Like, don't even deal with that. Move on to, you know, some girl who's really going to 
be head over heels and not be super distant. But I don't know. I don't think that's always the specific case. I think there are cases in which you can be like, hey, what's up? But do you see the difference here? There's levels. There's levels of doing this. You could obviously send a whole paragraph and going, I miss you. I feel like you're distant. I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out, blah, 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 blah. It's like, whoa, dude, relax. Or you could be sending a quick one liner that's just like, hey, you're seeming pretty busy lately. Not sure if you're still interested in continuing this. Right? Like nothing wrong with that. Again, that line is is mainly going to be for like you've been dating for several months, not for like a couple weeks. It's like, well, you guys maybe don't have this real relationship yet, or maybe you guys are just kind of like in hookup mode. Okay. Okay. Next, how to respond when she's distant. We want to keep busy. We want to keep busy. You want to keep busy anyways. I preach this a lot. And I think the reason that I do is because it solves so many problems. When you keep busy as a man, remember I said earlier, taking inventory, you're taking inventory of your life and what you do and how you spend your time and life is made up of the seconds, all that. You know, when you're focusing on keeping busy, you're taking action, you're being useful, you're building yourself up. Oh, of course, you can be busy doing bad things, but we're talking about keeping busy doing good things for your life. You're also going to help with not being so needy. I just gave you advice a little bit ago where you want to pull back and be distant. If you were a super busy guy, let's say you're even dating a few girls and you're not in a very serious relationship, you're not even going to care. I want to get you to the point where you're not even realizing or recognizing that you're in a situation right now where the girl's being distant. Why? Because you're being distant, not in a manipulative way, in a way because that is your life. You're a busy dude, high value dude, focusing on all those areas of your life that I was talking about earlier. I want to get to the point where you're so busy because life is awesome. It's filled with awesome things. And of course, that takes work to get there. You know, it takes work to get there. But you're at that point where she goes, hey, I feel like you're pulling away or you're being distant or something's going on. And then you reassure her and you go, what? Oh, no. All's good. I'm just been super busy lately. Because you have been. Because that's the reality. That's what high value men do. And that's going to be good for your life. And it's going to, as a byproduct, attract more women and get more women super hooked on you. This is why I said earlier that I'm teaching you some lessons here that are some of the most important lessons. Real, real important. Okay. Next, you want to wait to see her response, right? Obviously, last but not least. Did she leave? Did she come back? What's going on here? And then we respond accordingly. If she's still around, you need to ask yourself, is she actually busy or is she making excuses? Or maybe she is busy, but she really just doesn't want to see me really figure out in this process how interested she is. 
You want a little real obvious way. It almost sounds like so too good to be true. The best way (laughs) to know for certain, it's really simple. Like if she's interested, if she wants to stick around, if she wants to continue with you, actions speak louder than words. How easy is it to get her in person? How easy is it for her to come over? How easy is it to get her to come out? How long does it take to get her to want to meet up with you? Is it like three days? Is it like two weeks? Whether she's actually busy or not busy, it doesn't really matter. You want a woman who's going to at least prioritize you in the relationship somewhat. Because even if you like a girl, even if you are busy, even if you're a busy guy, like I've been trying to get you to be, you're not going to spend, you're not going to see her in two weeks because you're creating balance in your life. You're going to the gym on a regular basis, seeing friends on a regular basis, seeing the girls that you're dating on a regular basis. So actions speak louder than words. And she can say all she wants, DM and text and whatever all she wants. But if she's not meeting up, she's not taking the time you got to move on. You got to leave. You got to be doing something else with your time. And more importantly, spending time meeting women who do have a high level of interest in you. The ones that are excited to see you, excited to meet up with you. That's the key. Let us go to some questions. Q&A. Guys, you've been writing in emailing me, trip at tripadvice.com. You've been putting in the subject line, podcast question. And that tells me that you want your questions answered here on the podcast. So we're going to do that right now. Real quick, before I go into that, I know we went over some deep stuff today. Take some notes. Watch and listen to this again if you need to. Save this, bookmark this, download this, whatever you need to do. Download it and Listen to it again on 2x speed so you can remind yourself of how to be the most powerful version that you can be. All right, let's go to Sean. He writes in, hi, Trip. I'm going on 10 dates with a girl. We had sex for the first time the last time we hung out. I'm still talking to other girls, but she has become my number one at this point, and I would like to make her my girlfriend. I know you've mentioned 12 to 15 dates before a relationship, which makes sense, so I'm wondering if I should wait for her to bring it up when those dates come up, or do I bring it up, and what are some things I can say? Thanks for all you do. Your content is the best, and it works. Sean. Thank you, Sean. Okay. Oh, great question. You know... This is one of those, not going to lie, I go back on, I'm back and forth a little bit. When I say go back and forth, I just mean that there's specific circumstances, I would say, in which maybe you let her bring it up versus you bring it up, okay? You know, if you guys have been dating for, let's say, over six months and the conversation hasn't come up. I would say it's probably time you bring it up. Six months is quite a long time. We're in like I love you territory at six months plus. 
So it would be good and mature and normal to get on the same page and be asking her something along the lines of like, hey, at this point, are you seeing anyone else? You know, you want to take this and make it exclusive. Before six months, which is going to be still around 12 to 15 dates, potentially more, I would say you don't have to say anything and let her bring it up. Chances are she's going to bring it up. So let her. You can still take the actions that you want to take. So Sean, you don't have to see any more women. You can in your head be exclusive if you'd like. It sounds like you are ready for that. She's your number one. Okay. So you can still play to that. And then eventually, let's say four or five months go by, she's going to ask you, are you seeing anyone? Are you sleeping with anyone? What's going on? You tell her what's happening and then go from there. You know, just to give everyone else advice who's going through this, I don't want you to be let, even if you have a number one, I don't want you to let go of the other girls that you're dating, depending on when this is. For Sean, I think it makes sense. He can let go. He can act as if and then wait for her to bring it up. But if you're dating, let's say, two girls or three girls and all of them you've seen within like four to six weeks and you have a number one, maybe you like one a lot, I wouldn't let go of the other girls you're dating or even let go of meeting other women because you don't know what's going to happen with this girl. She's your number one today, but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Don't fall in love so fast. It's different when Sean says, well, I got a number one and and it looks like they've been hanging out for a while. Well, let's see. I'm going on 10 dates with a girl. Uh, Let me take that back. Sean, yeah, you are not ready. Forgive me, audience. Um, No, 10 dates is not a lot. I would continue to see the other women. And I would 10 dates is not enough to say this girl should be your girlfriend. That is not enough. You need to be on like, you know, at least 15 dates. Like I, like you said, I mentioned earlier, 12 to 15 dates. So for Sean and for you, you got to be over 15 dates. You can't be so into a girl, even though you think you are, you're not, dude, you're not. You think you are, but you are hundred percent are not. I don't care what you say. You don't know her well enough. I don't care if you went on 15 dates and each of them was five hours long. You don't know her well enough. You still don't know her well enough. You need more. You need more time. You need, you want to introduce her to your friends. You want to see her in all different areas. You want to sleep with her a little bit more to see if you guys really have that sexual connection. So I know that there seems to be a fine line here. Let me summarize this. It's all about making sure that you are dating a few girls at a time. So you have an abundance mindset because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to end up not being interested in a girl. Once you get to about 15 dates, then you can start slowing down dating with other women. You can start focusing more on her. I would wait to get into any sort of relationship with her until she's brought it up, unless you're over six months at that point. It should be time to say something because you got to be on the same page. So Sean, hope that answers your question. 
And I appreciate you writing in. This is Nick. Hey, Trip. my name is Nick. I'm about to turn 25. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning of the year. Awesome. Thank you for the great content. I'd appreciate your input on an experience I had with a girl some time ago that I keep returning to every so often in my mind and hope that you can help me identify what went wrong and can be avoided in the future with other girls. I met a girl in a museum some months ago and cold approached her. We hit it off quite quickly and ended up spending the rest of the day walking around the city and talking. I tried to set up a following date, although I didn't explicitly state it as such, and I was overly curious, cautious, not to rush things in a romantic way. She said she was busy with her studies, so I left it up to her to let me know when she could meet. She texted me three weeks later to grab dinner, and again, we had great conversations. Even though there was a moment where I could have gone for a kiss, I was still cautious to make a move at that time, as I thought I could ruin it by rushing things. This is great. I already have a lot to say. He says, we met again around Christmas, so I gave her a book and was planning to make a move. But after the concert, she finished the night quite abruptly, saying that she needs to go back home to see her family, so I was left there with mixed feelings. I tried to meet with her again, but she stopped replying. I got offended by this and tried to move on. She got back to me three months later and apologized for disappearing, saying that she got busy with exams, even though I could see her from social media that she still had time to go to places with friends. We met again, but without any romantic connotation. She said we could meet again, but she didn't find the time, at which point I was surprised. I wasn't surprised. I realized the obvious mistake that I made in terms of not escalating quicker and perhaps that I never explicitly said I was asking her out on a date put me in a situation where she wasn't even thinking she was going on one. What would you pinpoint from this experience? I would appreciate any feedback and suggestions for the future. All the best, Nick. Nick, dude, you broke the cardinal rules. Well, listen, it looks like you pinpointed some of it. You know, you did say here that you didn't escalate. That was part of it. I would say that is not the most important aspect of what we need to pinpoint in terms of what you did wrong. Guys and Nick, listen. Every girl that you're interested in from the very beginning, this is without question, Every girl that you're interested in from the beginning needs to start as a roman- in a romantic context. I'll say that again. Every girl that you meet from the start needs to be in a romantic context for many reasons. One, if you don't start off in a romantic context, she's going to think it's a friend context, and eventually she's going to then think of you as a friend and be in the friend zone. Women are not the same as men. Men can escape the friend zone a little bit easier. Hold on, let me say that again. Women can escape the friend zone easier with a man. Men, not as much, because when a woman starts to see a guy as a friend, that's just who he becomes, and it's very rare that he becomes anything else in her mind. Uh, No longer a romance partner, a lover, but it's more someone who's just like a little brother, okay? A buddy, So that's one of the reasons why you need to 
do this a lot quicker. Next, there's competition out there, my friend. If this girl is a catch and you're going in the friend zone, how many other men out there are doing the opposite and getting her attention in the romance zone? I don't know. Could be anywhere from one, which is one more than you, or a lot. (laughs) So now you're trying to be her friend and all these other guys are trying to be her lover. Who's she going to go with? My friend, no pun intended, I guess, not you. She's going to be going with those other guys. Also, so number three, the fact that you're not escalating, the fact that you're keeping it very nebulous, vague, it's unattractive. This is not the mystery that you want. The mystery of, does this guy like me? I don't think he does. He's never made a move. I don't know if this is a date. He doesn't go for a kiss. That turns a woman off because she will see this, whether consciously or subconsciously, as fear, as a weakness. She's going to see the lack of escalation as lame. And that is going to kill the attraction even more. That's what I think happened here. Of course, I don't know for 100%. But I bet you that if you, from the very beginning, like you were saying here, Nick, if you, from the very beginning, made this context as a date, and on that date, you escalated, you would have a better chance of being with her. Now, of course, it's not 100%, but it would have been your best chance because now, I mean, it's basically, it's done here. She wasn't interested in you. And like I've always said, no woman, and this is very much, very much related to the, the episode today, right, about being busy. No woman is ever that busy for love in a relationship. I'm talking like 99.9% of times if a woman likes a guy, if she goes, whoa, I like this dude, attraction is there, she thinks she found a catch, she's going for it. She will make the time. Yes, there are exceptions. The exceptions are so rare. Most women will make time, even if there's studies, even if there's friends, because love and, and, and attraction is not logical. It's emotional. The emotional side takes over. We want to fulfill that craving and the dopamine and the oxytocin. We want to be with the person. Women want that. They are enthralled by finding a guy that they can be with. They want a relationship If the emotional connection is there, if the emotions are spiked, she will, in fact, try to make time to be with you, okay? So you said here that, I mean, it was great. You approached her, you did the the walking and the talking. Here's the thing too, this is what I was going to say, is Nick, clearly this is a romantic thing. You started off as a cold approach, You started off as a cold approach. This wasn't even like, oh, a girl in my class and whatever, where it's like very nebulous. No. Obviously, and she's not an idiot. She knows you went over there to talk to her because you were interested in her. 
She wasn't like, hmm, I wonder if this guy wants to be friends with me. She knows that you're into her. So she knows that because it was a cold approach. And you're still scared. She sees that as a weakness. Also, why, be, why are you being so cautious? You said, quote, I was overly cautious not to rush things in a romantic way. Why? Why? Like, where, where did you learn that? What is that? Like, I wish you were here right now. We could talk about this. We could dive deep into this. Like, what, what makes you think that she wouldn't want that? What makes you think, and I'm talking to, to you, Nick, and you, everyone else here listening. What makes you think that a woman doesn't want to be romantic? What is that? Like, get that out of your brain. Like, women want to have sex. They want to meet a guy. They want to be romantic. They want all those things. It's almost as if, like, you're acting as if you have this, like, I don't know, this dessert. You bought this, like, piece of cake and you only want to eat a little bit of it now. You don't want to overindulge. Like, you're trying to save it for something. Like, we don't need to save anything here. Saving it is going to do the opposite. It's going to ruin it. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Sean. Great questions. Thank you for writing in. I do appreciate it. You can also write in to me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. I will answer your question here on the podcast. And to my absolute best ability, I will give you the best advice that you need to make sure that you continue to succeed in your dating life. I hope today helped. I hope that it triggered something positive and good in you. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a comment, press like, subscribe, all the things to continue to get more great information to help you with your dating life. And you know where to get more help, getherhook.com, tripadvicecoaching.com, all resources available for you.